0: Hello. Hello. It's been so long. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Thanksgiving. All of that. I am so happy to be here with you today. It is our first show of 2023. I am solo dolo today, but I will tell you, we have some amazing guests that will be with us throughout the month of January. And since we're just starting off the year, I know everyone likes to talk about goal setting and vision boards and all of that, intentions and all of that stuff. And all of it's great. But what we're gonna focus on this month is really getting in tune and in touch with yourself. So what do I mean by that? I mean, before you even go to write a goal for the year, you need to know what you want and who you are and be comfortable and okay with that. So that's what we're gonna focus on in January. When we get to February, we'll start talking about goals, but there's no point in making random goals if you don't have a direction set. So I hope that makes sense to you guys. Oh, thank you, Miss Amazing Grace, who is actually very amazing. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into it. So before I start, please like, share, subscribe, and as Miss Amazing Grace did, you can put your comments in the chat or in the comment boxes, and we can read them as we go. All right? Okay, let's get started. All right, so today's show is all about a vision for your year and your life, a vision for your year and your life. And the reason I, all caps that you're, right, stress that you're, is that I really want to, I want you to focus on what you want. So a lot of times what happens is we grow up and we are influenced in different ways and we are told from a young age what we can and what we cannot do right? Or we're on social media and we're like, this person is doing this. This I want to be like this person. Me, I want to be like Beyonce, right? (laughs) That's a common thing for me. I want to be like Beyonce, but I'm not Beyonce. So I have to set a vision for my life that is mine and that is unique to me. So that's why I am stressing a vision for your year in your life, right? So we're going to get into it Pop in the comments if you have questions. Have you set your vision for the year? Put it in the comments. I want to hear all about it. All right. So let's start first with what is a vision? So a vision is where you see yourself. So when I think about vision, I think about who, what, when, where, closing my eyes, in my dreams. What is my vision for my life? It's more than just the physical things, right? Like I would love a mansion with a maid and support a chef, you know, all that great stuff. Um, But it's more than that. It's like, what do you really to the core want and need for the future for your life? So sometimes visions can get confused with goals. So you may say, well, you know, I I wanna be out of debt. Like my vision is one day I'm out of debt and I'm living a good life. But I want you to think bigger than that because I think zero amount of credit card debt or debt in general, that is a goal where the vision is gonna be financial freedom, financial independence. So big picture vision, what do you want and see for yourself? So it can be financial, it can be spiritual, it can be like health wise, right? In the physical, right? Physical health, mental health. It could be relationships. What is your vision for your life? And the reason it is so important to have a vision is because as you start making goals and as you start taking action steps, as you start doing that, if you don't have a vision, what are you working towards? Your vision creates alignment, alignment to a common theme or goal, right? So sometimes we can have like these random goals, like, okay, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do it. But is it really connected to something you feel you need and have a deep desire for in your life, right? Here's a goal. I'm on the internet. I want to be an influencer. Okay. Do you want to be an influencer? Because you really want to influence people in some way? Or do you want to be an influencer because this other person's an influencer and it looks cool and they're popular? Or do you want to be an influencer because you want to get some money real quick? Right. A lot of people say, Well, I just want to open a business. Okay, why do you want to open a vi- business? If you can connect that to your vision, and then these things start to add up and they build to one collective versus being random things kind of across the board scattered. Scattered mind, scattered brain. I know I'm scattered a lot because um, I want to do a lot of stuff. And it's like, okay, but how does this connect to my overall vision and mission in life? So I would encourage everyone to take a moment and think about your vision and your, your mission and how that connects to your purpose. And so when I look at purpose, what I am talking about is the alignment of four things. And I'm going pretty fast, so you guys can slow me down at any moment. I'm talking about four things. When I'm talking about your purpose, I'm talking about that deep desire and need and what you feel you offer the world. And sometimes it can be very, very intimidating. We can learn about, we can feel we know our purpose, but never act on it because it's so big and intimidating, right? Same with our vision. If you have have struggles determining your purpose, the four things I want you to look at include your values. What do you really value? Like what are those top three values you have? Is it family? Is it money? Some people really value money, that can be a purpose. Is it helping others? What are those deep core values that you hold? That's one aspect, one puzzle piece to finding your purpose. Next, what are your natural talents, right? What are your natural talents? What are you really good at? And sometimes it can be really hard, especially this is Black Girl Joy. So us as Black women, it can be very hard for us to acknowledge what we're talented at. Because sometimes culturally, and it really depends on your home and your community, we have been taught so much that showing off your talent could be showing off, right? It could be you're arrogant. You have an ego. You think you all that. Like, be humble. Be humble. We're taught to be humble. And sometimes we have been taught to shrink ourselves. But I really want you to think about, like, what am I really good at? When I'm at work, what do people keep mentioning to me? What are they mentioning as far as like, oh, you do a really good job at this. So that is going to also intersect with your values to help you discover your purpose. Next, you're gonna look at your passions. So number three, you're gonna look at your passions. So we looked at our values. What really matters to us? What, what's our core values? What's important to us? We looked at our talents. What are we good at? And don't think your talent has to be singing, dancing and playing football. No, you can have a talent for understanding people, listening to people, helping people. You can have a talent for solving problems, critical thinking. I want you to really think about that talent outside of what we normally call talent, right? So we call talent acting. That's the talent, right? The person performing is the talent. But outside of that, everyone has some natural talents. Is it speaking? What is your talent? Okay. So our third one is going to be our passion. And what your passion is, those t- hot topics that get you really excited or really angry. <laughs> what is it? It gets you really angry. If someone does something to kids and you're like, Ugh! <laughs> or if someone does something for kids that's good and you're like, yes, I want to join in. What gets you excited? That passion is directing you towards your purpose. Okay. That passion is directing you towards your purpose. So tune into that. Don't tune it out. Tune into that. What gets you really excited or really angry? It's kind of like hot button issues. Those are going to be your passions. And then finally, I want you to really tune into your gut. And so your gut will guide you where you need to go, that intuition. And so many times we'll hear a message. We'll hear it. We'll think something over and over and over and over. And that's going to be your intuition. That's going to be your internal gut telling you, this is what you need to do, right? I talk to women all the time and they say, you know what, I've been thinking about doing this for a long time. Yeah, because you probably should do it. probably should do it. And so, it's so easy to ignore that gut and replace it with things that we feel are practical, things that we feel we can actually do, right? We can put those limitations on ourselves, those fears on ourselves, and that's where we lose the dream. We lose our purpose. I want to go to the comments really quick. All right, Ms. Tamara, I want financial independence. Yes, ma'am. I want to have freedom to choose whatever I want to do with my time without my livelihood being negatively impacted. I feel like so many people, I feel like so many people feel that, especially after the pandemic. It's like, wow, okay, pandemic comes, so many people lost their jobs randomly lost their jobs unexpectedly. And it's like, wait, are you telling me, is this easy for me to lose everything I have? Is this easy for me to lose everything I have? I can't go on vacation because I just, I'm, I'm tied to, I can't quit my job. Oh my gosh. My job is trying to tell me to come back in the office. I can't quit it because I am financially, tied to them. I can't survive. So I think financial independence is probably part of almost everyone's, (laughs) almost every, I would give it like 95%, maybe, um, or at least 75% of people's um, vision for their lives to be financial independent. Because sometimes we will see financial independence as almost like we take it a little too far. So we may see financial independence as a barrier to us living our purpose. It's not really a barrier, right? It's great to have that financial independence, but sometimes we can give it so much weight that we don't do stuff because we're like, no, I need to be financially independent before I can start a business. I need to be financially independent before I can um go on this vacation or before I can start this nonprofit or before I can do this. So I think financial independence is great and I think it's part of a lot of people's um vision for their lives and it's geesh, I need to get there fast. But I also want us not to hold it as a barrier to our purpose and to our vision, right? It can be a part of our vision, but there's other things. That we can um, add to that mix to make sure we're living that life of joy. All right. Amazing Grace said that little voice in her head. Yeah, the little voice in your head. And Hope Harmon says she definitely feels that. It's, I think that's the financial independence. <laughs> All right. So I want you to I want you to really focus on that purpose because our purpose can be lived out in many ways. And that's how we create that vision of who, what, when, where, how, right? It's because our purpose can be lived out. Let's say, if I say my passion is single moms, like everyone knows that's a big passion of mine, right? And my values is family, that aligns. My um, talent, unknown talent was connecting people through my single moms group. And then my gut said, this is what I need to do because there's so many single moms that don't have support in my area. So that created a sense of purpose. Now, could I create the biggest organization that I have resources out like the wazoo? No, I was broke. <laughs> I was broke, but I was able to, to create a mini vision. I was able to create a, a miniature version of my vision and purpose through creating a group online, right? In my area, community group. So it didn't have to be the big like, okay. Even if my mom was like, okay, she would like to start a home, if she could do something, she would start a homeless shelter for single moms. I couldn't start a homeless shelter, but I could connect people and build connections and friendships and support systems for moms in my area. It wasn't the big glory vision, but it was a segment of it that was very, very fulfilling. So I want you to always remember that you can act out your purpose and you can march towards your vision, no matter what your resources are, no matter what your time limitation. I know that was hard, especially when you had kids, but no matter what your time limitations are, there are ways that you can start walking that out that will make you feel fulfilled and purposeful and valuable and in alignment, even though it's not the big thing. So that's part of my message today. So for your vision, for your year in your life, don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself to the ideas of others and the naysayers. Don't limit yourself to that. Don't limit yourself to other people's experiences. She tried to open a business and look what happened to her. Well, she ain't you. And she might've learned a whole bunch of stuff, even though it may look like failure to the outside, she might've got a whole lot of um value out of that experience, right? So don't base yourself on, don't base yourself on other people's experiences. That's like great and positive. So, oh, look at her. She started this business. I'm going to start the exact same business. Now, you know darn well you ain't been bedazzling nothing all your life. (laughs) So make sure when you set out to identify your purpose and create your vision that's in line with your purpose that you are totally tuned into you. Not me, not somebody else, not somebody else totally tuned into you. And when you tune into you and you tune all the other stuff out, that's when you become in alignment, in alignment with your thoughts, in alignment with your spirit, right? And in alignment with your actions. All right. Let's take a quick comment break. Oh, yes. I spent years doing what I felt I needed to do to survive. I think Let's talk about that. We are taught to survive. I guess we're built to survive, right? We're built to survive, but we're taught to live as if we are in dire survivor, like the TV show mode, like survivor mode. And we live to survive and we don't really experience life. Um, I really want to experience what it's like to do things I want without worrying about finances. Yes. 100%. 100%. So from there, you have to go with like, that's your big vision. That's the vision for your life. You want to know what is it like, right? I want to be able to live without being tied to another person or another organization for my well-being, right? And so What does it take to get there? And so that's the next part we're going to talk about, um, execution. So one of the first things you're going to need to do is, like I said, disconnect yourself from others' experiences and opinions. But then you're also going to have to tune in to your own thoughts. What are you telling yourself about this goal? Are you telling yourself it's possible? Are you telling yourself it's too difficult are you saying later i'll start later i'll start later what are you telling yourself and really working on your mindset and your thinking and we're gonna have someone um later this month and we're gonna talk about living in your moment right living being able to soak up and absorb your moment what are you doing in the moment to help you move from vision, right, to execution, to reality, from vision to reality. And that's your execution that's in the middle. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is, hence the name of the show, your year, your life, right? Take that vision you have for your life and chunk it down into a year. Chunk it down into one year. What do you want your life to look like at the end of just 2023. Because depending on your personality, if you're one of those people who are like very, very aggressive, go get it, go get it, go get it. Maybe you can look at the big picture and you can map it all out and you're on your way. But a lot of us, including myself, we get so hung up on the big picture and it seems so far away that we really just need to take that goal of saying, let me break this down into the year. I'm not going to look at when I'm 60 years old. I know what I want when I'm 60 years old, but what can I do this year that will be in alignment with that, right? So what can I do? Maybe it's paying off credit cards. Tomorrow brought up financial independence, so now it's stuck in my brain. (laughs) Maybe it's paying off credit cards. Maybe it's investing, right? Maybe I can invest a little bit in a stock that's popular and soaring? Um, Maybe it's some type of financial literacy or a business or investing in a new venture, starting a new venture. What can you do just in 2023 to get you moving in the right direction? And then all of those activities that are distracting you. So I'm not talking about responsibilities, but I'm talking about activities and thoughts and um, busy work that we create for ourselves, things we agree to do that we really don't have time to do um, and guilt tripping ourselves about not being able to do it. We can prioritize that stuff, right? So if there's something you wanna do, okay. But making sure your actions are aligned with what your vision is for the end of the year. So that means, oh, for me, I go on purchase restriction every year, January, starting like right after the holiday. So for me, Monday was a holiday. So starting on Tuesday, I do find it, I do a financial, I call it purchase restriction until the first day of spring because I have to reset my spending habits after the holidays, right? But that action is aligned with that long-term goal of financial independence, keeping my financial house in order. And it really helps me. It helps me reset. So when you can start to align your actions and your thoughts, right, with what you want for your life, then that's how you do it. But start at a smaller chunk. Start at a year and then even break it down. Like, this is what I want for the year, but for the first quarter, kind of like me until the first day of spring, that's basically almost a quarter. Um, For the first quarter, this is what I'm going to do to focus on this. And it doesn't have to be a huge goal. It could be creating a new habit. For me, I want to walk every day to exercise. So creating that new habit that will, in the end game, get you where you want to be, right? So go ahead and get to it chunk it down so it's not intimidating because our purpose holds so much weight. Our purpose holds so much weight to us. It can be so heavy that we stall and we freeze out of fear that we are going to let someone down, ourselves, the people we want to serve, our community, our kids, our family, whoever it is, our purpose can feel so sensitive and touchy that we don't get started. So chunk it down into what you wanna do for this year, break it up. Another tip is um, accountability partners. So, you know, I'm a coach, so that helps some people with accountability, right? But I also have a friend I meet with weekly, right? And so in order for me not to be embarrassed every week, <laughs> I do something because I don't wanna come on and be like, well, I didn't do nothing again this week, right? So. Mapping out that goal, but sharing it with someone you trust and someone who is going to encourage you and uplift you. So many times we make a mistake by sharing our goals with people we shouldn't share it with, or we can share it, but we don't need to be talking in detail and discussing it with because they can put negative energy on it that we don't need. I'm not saying someone who's going to be real with you and say, hey, well, think about this. Think about that. There's nothing wrong with that. But someone who purely puts negativity on it, right? just douses gasoline on your dreams, don't find that person. Find someone that you will feel accountable to and that you trust and you can talk to. And maybe someone that's in a similar experience, having a similar experience so you can share resources. All right. Any thoughts so far? I'm going to go to Grace. Amazing grace. My authentic self is silly, goofy, and loud. That can be frowned upon, but that's me. And I want to be me all the time. Maybe not at work. (laughs) Be you at work. We don't have time. Like, man, 2023, we can't be you. It's hard. I get like toning it down. But man, be you all day, every day. That's what people need. You may be giving other people the freedom to be themselves at work just by example, just by example. I remember at my first job in Atlanta, um, yeah, finding that tribe that would be goofy with me, that would wear like goofy socks and dress up for St. Patrick's Day. And I felt so at home and it offered me a place of belonging because I wasn't judged. So some people judge me in fun, right? Well, some people probably just judge me. I didn't care, though, because I found my tribe. And I think it's so important to find your tribe. I hear so many people say, who's supporting? I'll say, who's supporting you? And they're like, nobody, me, God. And that's great. Okay, But, you know, it's not the flex you think it is. Because when you find your tribe and people who really accept you for who you are, there is something magical like absolutely magical when you can be around people who accept you. Your goofiness, your silliness, your uniqueness, your quirkiness, all of that stuff, right? All of that stuff. Even those times when you have that attitude, it's something magical about being accepted. And I think when we talk about vision and purpose and goals, there's a part of us that don't reach as far as we would want to reach because we feel like we will be rejected. I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys ever felt that way? That could just be me (laughs) because I'm very self-conscious, but sometimes there's like, okay, I'm going to try this. I feel like I'm going to be rejected. And that's not fair. It's not fair to you. So find someone who's going to accept you. Find that friend who's going to nag you about that goal. <laughs> who's going to be, did you write the book? Did you do it? You said you were going to, did you release the album? You said you were going to release the album. Find that person who's going to keep putting it in your face. And not because they're trying to be mean, because they want you to live up to who you want to be not who they want you to be but who you want to be and that is the important part of it so as we wrap up as we wrap up first of all I want to know how your new year's going so drop it in the chat I want to hear like what's going on for the new year do you have your goals do you have your intention someone oh my friend posted MJ friend of the show that she was doing this year an affirmation for the year. So what was her affirmation going to be for the year? I thought that was so neat. And I was like, I'm gonna steal it immediately. So now I'm sharing it, but I'm giving her credit for it. (laughs) It was not me, but I thought that was awesome to have an affirmation for the year. So as we wrap up, here are the things that you should remember. Number one, your vision is for you. It's based upon your purpose And then when you create that, you can create goals, habits, actions, and thought patterns that align. Once you hit that alignment, that is is what is going to propel you forward, that alignment. Number two, limit, limit, limit the influence others have on your vision and purpose. Now, if you're just talking it out with somebody, cool, but nobody should be dictating that. Not even your parents who are like, I always knew you should have did this, okay. My mama told me I should have been a nurse. I don't like touching people, I don't like handshaking. I don't like body fluids. I clearly should not be a nurse. So (laughs) you should make sure you are grounding your vision your purpose, your goals, and what you want for your life. And if, you, if you're struggling with that, think about why am I struggling? Why am I struggling with this? Making sure you're not projecting someone else's fear onto you or they're not projecting their fear onto you and that you are very clear in your head about what you wanna do and why. What you wanna do and why. So this was the first show back. I was super nervous. We did our 30 minutes. (laughs) So if you have any questions about what we talked about, feel free to schedule a free coaching consultation with me. Um, I invite you to visit joyrizzell.com. One of the things I'm doing January 19th is we are looking at LinkedIn and how to build your professional brand on LinkedIn. So we'll go through the basics, and then we'll go through a lot of the tools they have that can help you build your brand. So if you go to joyrezel.com, scroll down, it'll say active potential, it's the same thing. Scroll down, you'll see the link to register for that class. There will be more courses. I can't wait to share them with you. Over the next few weeks, we're gonna talk about healing through creativity. Cause we gotta heal ourselves before we start working on these goals or else we're gonna keep stopping. You know how we do. <laughs> We start on the goal because we still have all this stuff going on in our brains that we haven't healed or wrapped up. We can't move forward. So we're going to talk about healing through creativity. We're going to talk about living in your moment, living in your moment. And then we're going to also talk about finding yourself, because these are all things you need to do before you start trying to tackle a goal. Because if your goal isn't aligned with who you are, you haven't found yourself, you haven't learned how to live in your moment so that you appreciate and savor every moment. If you haven't healed, if you haven't healed yourself, then you're going to find yourself in a rotation, a rotation of repetitive actions that lead either nowhere or somewhere very, very slowly because you got a lot of stuff to clean up. All right. So I appreciate you all. It's been wonderful. Thanks for joining the chat. I'll be back here next week. Bye-bye.